Hey y'all, it's me, Byron. And I'm Margaret. We'd like to welcome you back to the Beyond I Do podcast, where we discuss how we have navigated the past 25 years of marriage. If you haven't already, make sure you listen to our first episode, How It Started, so you can get to know a little bit about us and why we're here. Before we get into our episode, we want to share this disclaimer. We are not marriage counselors, nor are we mental health professionals. We simply want to share with you what has worked in our marriage. Now, on to our episode. episode how it's going we will be giving you an overview of our years together and an update on our life now so here we go all right so we decided we'd start with the kids situation like we said in the first episode we ended up getting married exactly one week before we had our son our son is now 25 yep a few years after our son we had our daughter she is now 21. Yep. She was planned, unlike our son. Yep. And after having our two birth children, we recalled a conversation that we had when we were dating, and we thought after having two birth children, we would adopt. Oh, you about to, oh, you been saying it, the A word. <laughs> <laughs> We've had healing, though, so we're, we're better. Okay, yeah. <laughs> So fast forward, we have our daughter. After a couple of years, we started the process to adopt, Mm -hmm. and we adopted a 14-year-old. This was in 2004, 2004. Uh and she was a foster child. At the time, I had worked with foster children in three different settings, two or three different settings. So two at the time, um, three, yeah. We ended up adopting from the foster system, and eventually, years later in 2013, we ended up adopting her child yep. and raising her uh, until she was around, uh, raising her full-time and she, until she was around eight, and now she is with her birth mom, and we support the two of them um, as grandparents. Um, In addition to our two birth children, our two adopted children, because of my my career in education, we have had um, other children that we have uh, been blessed enough to welcome into our lives throughout the years. And um, some of my students have become become our children. So we've also had uh, family friends and things of that nature throughout the years when they were in need that we stepped in and provided uh, a level of support and parental guidance. So we have two birth children, two adopted children, and we have uh, what? A bunch of, well, they all grown now, but. <laughs> they're they're adults now, but. Um, adults we helped and aided when they were, you know, teenage years usually referenced as our god children yeah yeah god children or what have you all right so that's our kids um, next up next up jobs <laughs> <laughs> had a lot of those too Ooh, yeah we had a <laughs> lot of those uh, coming through the years 
Oh man, I remember starting out. Oh God, six dollars and twenty-five cents an hour <laughs> at a temp agency. Yes, that was me. That's how I came into the relationship, y'all. I didn't have all this money. I was struggling. <laughs> but uh, me and my wife we got together. She had a little paper she was making too. We came together and we made some throughout the years. So, uh, and uh, like I said, I had several different jobs for different reasons, uh, layoffs. Uh, I, I never was the type to get complacent. I always looked for better money because, you know, I made a, a, a deal where I wanted to take care of my family as much as possible. So, I was always for the search of making more money. Somebody told me, hey, you know, such and such is hiring. Um, I would jump on it, put my resume in, uh, go fill out the application, whatever. So that was me. Side note, um, he mentioned that there were temp agencies and things of that nature throughout the years. Yeah. So funny story. Yeah. Not so funny then, but funny now. Yeah. When I was pregnant with our daughter, um, oh, yeah. my job at the time I was working with therapeutic foster children and they were starting a new program and because the agency was starting this program based on the state's mandate um, they had waited so long that when the state came back for the audit they needed things up and running so they immediately looked to the therapeutic foster care program for the kids which meant they also expected the caseworkers to be involved with this program. So at the time I was pregnant and um, they kind of threw it at us and I said, I'm not gonna be able to do that. So long story short, um, came home, we talked about it and I had already, I was home with my son for several, several years. So we talked about it and said, you know what? I, I was gonna leave and stay home um, until I had the baby and, you know, we'd go from there. So I turned in my resignation. <laughs> At the time, um, he was working through a temp agency with a, uh, a chemical plant. Yeah, I was working at a chemical plant. And, and they were uh, supposed to hire him through the yeah. plant. So he, yeah. he started with the temp agency. They were going to hire him with the plant. And so we were expecting for that news any day. Yep. So my first official day staying home, I was <laughs> pregnant, I was in bed, I was sleeping good because I knew I didn't have to get up. <laughs> you ain't get 24 hours, you? <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all, I wake up bright and early that morning to him bending down <laughs> so that we're eye to eye as I'm laying in bed, and he says, baby. <laughs> I just got laid off. <laughs> Y'all, let, 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 let me put this into perspective now. I went to work that night and worked all night. We worked <laughs> 77, right? So, 5 o'clock that morning, the supervisor called, which was, you know, kind of unusual, you know. So, you know, he said he wanted me and another fellow that worked on the crew to, you know, uh, go ahead and got shift change. Uh, do what we need to do and meet him in his office. So, you know, we kind of joked around like, dang, bro, what if they're going to 
they was off or something. But by that time, I was used to that. So, you know, <clears throat> I was, uh, I did what I did, got dressed, changed clothes. We went to, uh, I went to the office and uh, I see the lady from the staffing agency come down. And this is exactly a year to the date that I started. A year to the date. And she was coming down the hallway and she said, uh, they took me in one office and took uh, the other guy in another office. And uh, she proceeded to tell me that, hey, uh, some contracts didn't come through, so they're going to lay you off. And I was like, man. So, you know, she had the application for the uh, place that I work at now. So she was like, do you want to fill it out now? I was like, yeah, I might as well. I ain't got nothing else to do. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have a job to go to the next day so uh, man that was the longest drive home it was normally like a 25 minute drive man I was probably that was a long way cause I'm like how am I gonna tell this woman you just left her job <laughs> yesterday that I ain't got no job and man it was uh, come home that morning I was pulled up you know, by this time it's daylight, kids are out waiting on the bus at the bus stop, you know, other neighbors' kids. And it was funny, I remember seeing a deer. For some reason, I get out of the car, this little girl, she was like, hey, look, this deer. And this deer was standing in the middle of the road. Now, we had lived there probably about, what, six, maybe seven months? You know, I don't know. I know, yeah, I don't know why I asked you that. <laughs> Probably about that amount of time, and never saw a deer the whole time. Now we were kind of like in the cusp of the country, so. But anyway, saw the deer. Deer was there there. I'm like, man, that was amazing. So of course I get it. I got to go tell her, and the only thing we could honestly do was laugh. So, <laughs> another sidebar. I just want to say that. That showed me a lot about my husband. That situation, I saw him um, like fully step into the role of provider. Um, like he said, he's always been the type who he's going to work, he's going to hustle, he's going to do whatever. But that time, y'all, he would put a bucket and sponges in the vehicle and just drive around the office buildings yep. um, washing cars he's, he's doing all these side jobs just to have some income coming in um, he did get hired like he said at that um, where he is now yep, but of course that took that took time that took about a month yep, yep. it was a month before you started yeah, exactly, because it exactly. was I remember my last day was the beginning of May. Yes, it was May and the you 1st. Started. And I started June 11th. That was my official start date. And then, of course, he starts and has to work and go in the hole for paycheck. Yep. So, yep. Um, throughout that time, he really he, he hustled and worked and made sure that we didn't go without for anything. So, um, that was that was eye-opening for us. It was a hard situation. We did laugh. We have a tendency to laugh yep. through a lot of stuff. Um, but I, I got to see the provider that, that he was and still is. And now on the flip side, my baby, what she did was when we had our son, um, 
we talked about it and it was like uh well somebody in the household needed to have some form of education that was our mentality at the time so see she only had like i think we had what another year a couple of courses that she had to take about a year and uh so we decided to let her go back to school and i just continued to work and that was one of the decisions that we made and you know trust me we had friends and family that you know are y'all crazy what what is wrong with y'all both of y'all need to be working but we made that decision because i felt like you know like i said somebody need to have a degree in the household you know and since she was so close i went to school one year and i dropped out so that was that wasn't enough for me but anyway she went back to school as a young mother um, studied did what she had to do and my baby walked across the aisle got her bachelor's degree (laughs) (laughs) that was that was before her so it was um, but and then of course we caught flack from um, family because after I graduated um, I worked for a year Yep. I got a job. I graduated in May. I was working in June, and that's when I got pregnant with um, with my daughter. And so I worked for a year, but then, you know, stayed home again because having another baby. Mm-hmm. And um, we we would hear the comments, "Why would you go to school and pay all of that money and then not use the degree?" Yeah. Yep. So. Yep. Um, so I stayed at home with the two kids. Uh, with him, I was at home a little bit longer, or it felt longer because I had school. And yeah. he stayed with a family friend while I went to classes. And then I think he was maybe about four when I went to work. And I think, well, I think both of, both of them, you ended up uh, working at the daycares. Yes, like I worked at got, the daycares like, when they uh, were, yeah. Pre-K, that that phase. Um, yeah. You had pre-K. Both of them went pre uh, daycares at the pre-K, and she ended up uh, filling in because they needed, you know, help there. So she worked there, and that kind of helped us with childcare. So I mean, you know, people might be like, "Well, y'all need two incomes," but you know, I kind of looked at it as if I was, you know, if we were gonna have her work and go out there and. You know, we even had somebody make the comment to say, even if it's 50 more dollars left over. And yeah, that might have made sense to some people, but I was like, I ain't sending my wife out there for no $50. I mean, she can stay home, keep the kids, and we ain't got to pay that money. So, you know, it worked out for us. I mean, you know, that's, that's what we did. And, you know, might not work for everybody, but that worked out for us. And from jobs... brings us to finances yes Uh, for uh, three times throughout our marriage we were on one income yep Um, we just told you about two Uh, the third time is uh, my mom passed away in 2015 and at that time um, a colleague of mine I then well, by then, friend, because yeah, yeah. um, we we left the system yep, together, and we opened a learning center. And when we opened that learning center, it was a non-traditional learning center, and 
my mom was very involved. She was teaching uh, one of the students to sew. Mm. And um, so she, she was there. She was, you know, buying us decor and things like that. So she was very involved. And in 2015, she passed away. And I ended up, um, let's see, we, we did start the school year that August, but by January, we ended up closing the, the center, yeah. and I stayed home, yeah. um, until, stayed home until July, I'm sorry, January 2017, yeah. mm-hmm. yep. so at that point, um, I stayed home, we had our two birth children, uh, we had the baby, and yeah. um, her birth mom had had moved and um, she she had some uh, needs in school that made it difficult for me to work anyways and so until we got her in the correct placement yeah. um, it would have been impossible for me to hold down a job because they were calling us every other day to yeah. come get her luckily yeah. when and in fact at the meeting to get her into the proper placement um the teacher looked at me and said, we will not be calling you. If you want to, you can go back to work. <laughs> and yep. that, that's yep. what I did. So since 2017, we've had two incomes. And even though I, I graduated and I've earned two graduate degrees since then, mm-hmm. I still <laughs> don't make as much as he makes. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm okay with that. <laughs> but um, so since 2017, we've had the two incomes. And being transparent and honest with y'all, we have struggled with finances from the very beginning. Yes. And when we think about it, we know that there's a lack of knowledge, um, yes. just not understanding how certain things work. But also, we didn't have to focus on finances because at the time, you know, like we said in our first episode, when we got together, mm-hmm. um, we were both living with yeah, we parents. Yeah, we was living at home, both of us. And uh, and as far as finances yeah. at home, uh, both <laughs> of us come from a background of, to where we had our needs met. Yeah, pretty much. And yeah. we had a we had most of our wants met. Yeah. So the idea of um, just managing money and things like that, mm-hmm. that has been a, a struggle for us throughout the years. We are still learning, mm-hmm. and thankfully we have um, been able to find different methods and things that work for us. Um, communicating about money is still an uncomfortable situation. A lot of that is from me because of the times that I did not work. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a uh, having to get accustomed to the idea that it's not his money, it's our money, and I don't have to um, ask permission or anything like that. There's so we've had a. Um, We've had some ups and downs when it comes to finances, and yeah. we've 
our next episode actually will be focused solely on uh, finances and our journey and where we are now a little bit more in depth so because you know we we, one of the things that we did either way we kept our our money in one account uh, throughout the years and we'll discuss that yeah probably just dipping into the next episode (laughs) (laughs) so that's finances so now (laughs) our housing oh yes the fun (laughs) part all right housing excuse me now let's see where we started out uh like in the first episode (laughs) we talked about how we got together and we moved into an apartment in the uh, hood. It wasn't the hood. It was hood adjacent. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was in a nice area of our city, but it was a lot of hood elements going on. You know, like you know the loud neighbors, hearing the neighbors fighting through the walls, stuff like that. You know. <laughs> But it was ours, boy. We had to have it. We and, uh, still haven't figured out we still the source of that screaming. If it yeah, was yeah, yeah, pain yeah. or pleasure, yeah, but that's know. another story for another we day. We don't know. <laughs> but uh, we stayed there for probably about, and I say, mind you, some of our moves were because, you know, uh, we were expanding, you know, needed more room. Some of our moves were due to, you know, Hey, I get laid off a lot. <laughs> you know, I, I worked a lot of temp jobs in the beginning. Even I was permanent when we first got together. Like I said, I was on the drive for more money. And at the time, you know, late 90s, early 2000s, the temp, temporary agencies, they were the ones that were sending you to the, the major facilities that were paying the most money. And I, I, you know, adapted to more the industrial background. So that was my kind of niche. Uh, so, you know, I would, you know, get a job here, you know, work temps. Some of the jobs were permanent, but, you know, like I said, even some of the permanent jobs, they even moved away. <laughs> so there was a lot of times, you know, we, we rented, we left the apartment, we rented a condo that was a friend of the family's. And then... Actually, actually, we went to my mom yeah because she so so my mom I was um, I was my mom's only child Mm -hmm. and at times our relationship was very codependent and she said you know that she would help us more if we (laughs) if we were married (laughs) yeah yeah Um, but after we got married, we did. We stayed in the apartment. Yeah, we. Uh, we didn't move immediately out, no, but we when we out. left there, we did move in with her, and mm-hmm. we were our naive brains thought that we were moving in with her, and we were gonna just up and buy a house. No clue whatsoever how any of that um, worked. So we yeah. we lived with her for a while. We lived with her three different times, mm-hmm. but. Thankfully, the first time was after the apartment. Yeah. The second time, um, I was pregnant with my daughter. Mm-hmm. And 
the third time. that? Do you know? The second time? The second time, it was. It might have been the layoff. That's when you lost your job. Yeah. Renison. That's when you lost. Right, lost. Yeah, we were staying in the condo then. No. And uh, no. Like, transferred me. No. Yeah. The second time is when I had her. Okay. And that's when you lost the job, and yeah, we're no, waiting. That, well, that was we were in Pop's condo when I worked at Rental Center. Remember that? I was driving back and forth. So have and we been with her four times? We moved, we moved back. I mean, they transferred me to that uh, store, and then they didn't have a job for me, so I was out of a job. At any rate. <laughs> But the rate. final time that we were with her, it was when we were building. We were having our house built. Yeah, so yeah. that final time was the time that I think I felt like a grown-up. Yeah, that was 2010. <laughs> they were all, yeah. all the times that we were there, They it was due to circumstance and there was purpose afterwards. Yeah, yeah. But that was the time that we, we sat down, we talked to her and my stepdad and they allowed us to come while we were building so mm -hmm. yep yep so and from there we stayed on that side of town for a good bit and we decided to downsize and move uh, across the river and that's where we are now so anyway there goes the housing part so um one of our shared um, our shared interest are we we both love cars yes yes and <laughs> because of that love for cars we've had a lot of them <laughs> um, in the beginning we had uh, what we could get and sometimes those vehicles were not as dependable as we would have liked and I think that, for me at least, that there's nothing worse than driving and something happens to the vehicle. And yep. so, if you know, in the '90s, early 2000s, you didn't have Uber and Lyft. You didn't. I mean, yeah, cell service was spout spotty. So right. <laughs> yeah. So that was just one of my one of my fears. And when we when we got to a point where we were able to, um, we would upgrade a vehicle, and um, sometimes we would trade, sometimes we would keep it and get another one. And at one point we had six, um, and then um, there was a discussion about, you know, as we get older and the kids are less dependent upon us, yeah. we have to pare those down. I didn't like that conversation, but <laughs> um, the the point was made that insurance and uh, maintenance and all of those things. And yeah. because um, he is hands-on with a lot of that stuff, that's a lot on him physically as well as financially. So um, we have pared down since, and we, we only have four. Yeah, four now. Um but we also um, have our adult daughter who drives one of the four. Yeah. Um, and he also has a motorcycle. And that was a point of contention at one point. Uh, yep. Yep. <laughs> when we, uh, when he 
first got, got the motorcycle. motorcycle. When I first got a motorcycle, period. So <laughs> he he told me, and he said he had been saying, you know, at some point when I'm able to, I want a motorcycle. Rode dirt bikes when he was young, and he said, so I'm. When we're talking about it, I'm like, oh, okay, that's cute, um, but not thinking that he would really do it. And so when he really, when he started talking about it seriously, I told him no. And yeah, let me tell you what I did. <laughs> I crazy behind. One of my best friends, uh, he had bought a motorcycle, and then I think his father-in-law ended up uh, letting him get which was a bigger bike so I got to talk to him like hey man what you gonna do with the the, the first bike you got he said, I don't know man he said oh shoot you want it I said I wouldn't mind having it you know I've been thinking about getting a bike <laughs> so <laughs> I talked to him and he was like well look man just take it home and then you know get used to riding and see you know how you feel about it you know and then we'll talk money later I said okay <laughs> one day, uh, it was one of her friends, and I talked to her, and I was like, hey, I'm going over here to get this motorcycle for my, my, my friend. And she was like, okay. So the friend went with me so I can drive the bike back and get used to it. So she, I don't remember. She went. She followed me over there to pick the bike up and then we brought it brought it back to the house so you know so anyway so I get the bike home and she ain't she ain't hardly say she's looked at me she ain't I don't think you said nothing about a good three or four days I probably didn't cause I was thinking <laughs> the audacity <laughs> when I told you no <laughs> and here you come y'all was a good deal okay good deal <laughs> it was a really good deal but you know we we had our discussions about it and i started riding and got comfortable with it and eventually she got on the bike with me and we've been you know uh at somewhat of peace <laughs> ever since and since then i've had three other ones my current one, that's my, my, my big cruiser, so she's been on with me several times. We've gone ride throughout the, the years, so um, I, one thing about transportation I wanted to make a point of to bring up is the fact that you know, and this for all the, the brothers out there, brothers, I always made sure if my wife had the better running vehicle, or new one. You know, she being the one that be typically, you know, the newer vehicle, and I'd be patching. I was always the patcher. So I did that for probably about a good shoot, even though I was considered the major breadwinner or whatever have you, but I was driving the patch vehicles until finally uh we 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 were able to I finally got my own, you know, and uh, it was new, it was newer than what I ever had, something I didn't have to work on all the time, because I, I grew up working on all my vehicles, like doing minor uh, mechanics and things like that, and 
her uncle is a mechanic so I would get a lot of tips and tricks from him you know throughout the years and he would help me with problems I would have so uh, I kept my baby in the best the better of all the vehicles to make sure that cause one last thing I wanted was her to break down and she had that happen a few times but you know and it for was me to, few and far between and for me to have to call that uncle yeah yeah didn't, yeah, didn't want to didn't want to deal with that that one there <laughs> which brings us to our final topic for this episode extended family ah, yes the extended family <laughs> y'all let me tell you something when I tell you that me and this woman grew up different. <laughs> we grew up different, okay? Because she, like she said, she was her mother's only child. Now, her mother and father, uh, how old were you when they got married? I was six when they got married. Okay, six when they got married, and then when they got divorced when you were what, 16? 16. Yeah. But her father had kids from a previous relationship that were actually older than you. I, so I'm his youngest. Yeah. And I had one sister and two brothers uh, by the same woman. Uh, my sister has since passed. And then <laughs> eventually <laughs> I found out that I... I found another brother yeah. um, by someone else. So there's five total, mm-hmm. but I'm the only child that my parents had together, and I grew up as an only child. Yep. Now, on the flip side, me. <laughs> now, I said I had to break this down because I've been explaining this for a long time. All right. I'm the youngest of 10. Okay. So. I was the only child that my mother and father had together. They were married for 20 years. Okay. My mother had uh, six children, but she had seven all together. But she lost a, a, we lost a sister before I was born to a drowning. And uh, my father had two boys from a previous marriage. So I'm the baby. I'm the youngest. That's right, seven. Right? So it's, it's I, I think six. You didn't count you. Yeah, that, I that, wouldn't count. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't count me. That's still. I wouldn't count me. So six. And the two. It's, I want to say eight. Well, okay. One passed away. Yeah, one passed away. So there was eight, one passed passed away. Right. So. And then. So I was born and I was the last child produced through that. The two of them, right. Through the two of them. And uh, so I grew up with a blended family. Now, we were brother and sister as far as we've ever been concerned. And uh, I ended up losing my father, which is the, 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 I mean, he, he was an amazing man. He was an amazing man. Beyond amazing, because he if you, care if of my you, siblings as they were his own. 
if you really listen to what he said, <laughs> the amount of children that his mom had when they met, yeah, and yeah. he married her, and those all those children were treated yes. as if they were they all had this, and they still have a very close bond, and you will never hear them refer to anybody as a step yeah, I've, or I've half. Never, we've never used the term step. I've never referred to them as step. My brothers or my sisters, I, 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 I don't even use that terminology. In fact, um, when we were friends, mm-hmm. and um, one of my friends and I, we were riding around, and I pointed out your house, and she mm-hmm. said, oh, that's where your brother mm-hmm. lives. His brother was um, very popular. He was the teen crush. And so she said, that's where he lives. And I said, well, that's not his, that's not his last name. And couldn't understand the different last names. So I asked him, <laughs> asked him about it. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that right now. <laughs> so we had to procreate and get married before he explained to me <laughs> the dynamics. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, and my dad passed away in 97 and uh, and uh, no, 96 I'm sorry, he passed away in 96 97 was the year we got together and uh, so that was a big part of my life but I had to learn because that was the greatest example of a man I ever seen in my life Yep. but losing him at that time that was a criti- critical time for me because I was getting into adulthood so where you know how do I learn this man thing so I did a lot of learning you know I had other males that I could reach out to some of my brothers you know different things but you know um, I had to kind of figure that thing that manhood thing out because I, I, I just knew it was on me I saw my daddy take care of my mama the household we never went without we never uh, wanted for anything, and that's the kind of life I want to provide for my family. And you have. Thank you. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for me, I was the only child between my parents. I was my dad's youngest, so I was um, his mother's youngest grandchild. On my mom's side, I was her oldest grandchild. Uh, my grandmother has a ton of siblings, and so for a lot of them, their kids and grandchildren may not have been in the area, so I was doted upon with them and uh, with my mom's siblings, so I was uh, used to receiving attention and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, was, I was a typical only child. Yeah, I told y'all in the first episode, she had a car and a cell phone <laughs> in 92. Anyway. Only drug dealers had cell phones in them days. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh, when the two of us got together, the differences in our families, which, side note, so one day, when the day that we were riding, having the discussion about adopting, 
after we had birth children. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, I want to have a whole bunch of kids. I just want to have all these kids <laughs> in a big family. And he said, you see, you see how all them kids treat you, right? <laughs> you see the big family, what happens with the big family? <laughs> so whenever something would happen within his family, that's that was his warning for me. Um, yeah. But at the, the differences in those family structures, like I said, my mom, I was her only child, and she was she was very involved. And um, with him, his mom, not so much. And we would always say if we could just have a happy a median. And a little bit of Right, because yep, yep. when I tell you that my mom was involved, like I said, it wasn't always a healthy a lot of times it wasn't a healthy involvement um, because she was just used to she was the she was the person that was there with me and for me and she was yeah. still but boundaries uh. and we just factored in that my mama by the time I became an adult she was tired yeah so my <laughs> mama was in her 70s and uh, she was just trying to finish out life now I didn't understand that then <laughs> But as I'm headed towards my 50s, I understand. I understand a little bit more, you know, so. But uh, we had to learn. We, we, you know, through our family dynamics coming together, we were able to take the things that we learned, combine them, compare them, and say, okay, we don't like this part, we don't like that part, we like this part, we like that part and just create our own family dynamic. And that was uh, one of the things that we were able to do. So, uh, and we'll discuss that in later episodes, kind of get into more details. As for now, uh, it's on to our discussion. So, let's do it. All right, y'all, we call this segment, Let's Discuss It. This is the time we talk about current events or topics we've come across and found to be interesting, or sometimes just random thoughts or ideas that we've been discussing. Our topic for this episode is who is your favorite TV or movie couple and why? Uh, My favorite is Michael and Janet Kyle from My Wife and Kids. Um, I like the fact that they started out young and they had kids throughout their marriage and they were just maintained a a great relationship even though Michael could be somewhat of a pighead at times (laughs) but um, they still saw it through and they they were successful they had options and it was just great to see a middle-class family that didn't have a lot of drama but you know they had the usual stuff like with the kids and the and, and that, that's what I enjoyed about it the most and for me I chose Meredith Grey and Derek Shepard from Grey's Anatomy um, he has not watched Grey's Anatomy yeah, but I ain't watched that much Grey's I was a fanatic for a while and uh, I like the fact that Meredith and Derek got together under not so normal circumstances and once they decided to be in a committed relationship, they didn't get married at first. They had um, a little ceremony with their sticky notes, and that represented their commitment to one another. 
Eventually they did get married, but I just, I really appreciated the fact that they were committed to one another and it had nothing to do with the legalities of marriage or whatnot. And that's my favorite. All right, well, we want to hear from you all. Visit us on Facebook and IG and let us know who your favorite famous couple is and why. Also, check us out on our YouTube channel to continue this discussion and hear about our top 10 favorite famous couples. Thank you so much for joining us for episode two of Beyond I Do podcast. We hope that you'll join us next time for episode three, hashtag relationship goals, where we'll discuss relationship role models and how they can affect your marriage. In the meantime, please make sure to follow us on Facebook and IG, and also make sure to check out our YouTube channel for our extended Let's Discuss It topic and more. Once again, thanks for listening. Take care. And we will holler at y'all.